We Are Doll Nation podcast reports and opinions are not those UGA. This is not yet an official podcast of the University of Georgia. Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that is short for Dog Nation. And I'm so glad to be back once again talking about our beloved Georgia Bulldogs. And we are just 23 days away. And tomorrow will be 22, then 21, and etc. etc. Just about three weeks away from our dogs walking into Nashville, Tennessee, curb stomping the Vanderbilt Commodores. And it's going to be who, who's next after that week in, week out on our quest to be national champions on this national championship run for the 2019 season. It starts August 31st. The time has finally come. Man, and what a wonderful clip of Nick Chubb just run out over Auburn. And like the announcer said, Took the souls of Auburn, which we did because, by the way, it came out today, well, not today, this week, that it's official. The Auburn-Georgia game, for the first time in God knows how long, the Deep South oldest rivalry is now being moved from November to October. Because Gus Malzahn was kind of complaining we got, we got two road games where we got to face Georgia and Alabama. You wasn't complaining in 2017 when you beat Georgia and you beat Alabama. You beat two number one teams in the country back-to-back. It wasn't a problem then. But now that we done stepped up and we're taking care of business, you got a problem? As a matter of fact, wasn't it Gus Malzahn, which it, which it was, that said we beat the dog crap out of them, only to turn around two weeks later, we beat the dog crap out of them? How about that? It don't matter, Auburn, whether it's November, October, September, 4th of July. It don't matter what month, what day, you're not going to avoid this loss. You're going to get this beat down year in, and year out, you can run, but you can't hide. It's all good. But on the big and better things, our dogs. Man, Fan Day 2019 was a wonderful experience. I was kind of, you know, I would say nervous, but kind of, hey, what's going to happen here? Because for the first time, we did not have open practice under Kirby Smart as he been here. Now, I love open practice, but... Whatever he wants, whatever he decides best, I trust the process. I trust Kirby. So the announcement came out. You got one one hour to sign autographs. 
and get your poster signed, stuff like that. I'm like, man, that's not enough time. I don't know if I'm going now. I don't see open practice, but you know what? It's Athens, Georgia. It's never a wasted trip to Athens, Georgia. And it's Saturday. I'm going. So I went. Me and my nephew got up early, rolled down there, got down there by 8.30, standing in line, talking to other dog fans. That was a blast. Talking to some fans, I didn't, didn't know who I follow on Twitter. Got to talking, kind of found out we follow, each other, we follow each other on Twitter, on Facebook, that was a great time. Got a chance to talk to and meet Trent Woods, the son of Mike, the son of Mike Big Dog Woods, uh, a super fan of Georgia legend of fans. I talked to his son, who carried on the legend of painting his head with the Georgia Bulldog on it. That was a wonderful experience. Then got in line, so the first line I went into was Kirby Smart's line. And let me tell you something. I always knew that he was, a, you know, came out with a genuine person and and a, a very uh, detailed person. But meeting Kirby Smart and talking to him briefly, man, just that alone was enough for the hour-long wait plus in line at Fan Day. That man, I, I see now why he's so successful at recruiting. The little thing that he was doing, calling kids by their names as they left the table, asking people what their name was, it's just little things like that, little details like that, little stuff like that was just amazing. Asked my nephew what, what his name was, all the good stuff. Then it was my turn. And I was so honored. Um, I had my nephew take a picture of me talking to Kirby. So I, if you look on the We Are Dog Nation fam, uh, Facebook page, you will see uh, my back picture of me talking to Kirby, explaining what I wanted to do. Walked up to him. Hey, Coach Smart, how you doing this morning? Good to see you. Shook my hand. Hi, man, how you doing? He was like, all these smiles you got on your face. I wish you could, I wish you'd give some of these smiles to some, of my, to some of my players. I was like, hey, I understand. It's time to grind. Hot outside time to get out there and practice. I understand why, they, why they're not smiling. But, I said, Coach Smart, I said, I want Scott Sinclair job. Now, Scott Sinclair is the strength and conditioning coach, but he also pulls back Kirby Smart on game day to make sure he don't go on the, he don't go on the field too far to get a penalty. I said, I want, I want Scott Sinclair job. He bust out laughing. He said, well, what if I slap your hand away? I said, look, I'd pick it, pick it by your waist and pull you off to the side I said, I'm not going to hit you back. I love you too much to hit you back. Start laughing again. Hey, have a great day. Go, dogs. It was just a wonderful moment. And then, well, of course, the quarterback line was long and the running back line was long, so I went to wide receiver line. All down that line, great group, group of guys there. Uh, had to ask Tyler Simmons, how many times do you get on size? He said, man, a couple times. And one of the teammates said, yeah, that's his new nickname. That was a good experience. Got the linebacker line next. And went through there, saw Nolan Smith and Nicobe Dean and all those guys and the newcomers, Jermaine Smith and Aziz Ojalar. Let me tell you something. Aziz Ojalar had put on some serious weight. Now, he flashed some greatness in that, that bowl game, in the Sugar Bowl. I'm really excited about seeing this kid on the field. Like, really, really excited about seeing this young man on the field. He's, not, he's up 250 pounds now. And, um, you know, I hate that Britton Cox got, you know, dismissed. He, it happened. I wish him the best. Um, except if he plays Georgia. But, hey, next man up. That's all I can say about that. Wish you well, 
what you will, all young man, but next man up. And we are deep, really deep at the linebacker position. And the next line I got into was the defensive backs line. And when I tell you, they tell those players, they tell the fans, the players have an hour to sign. They were not playing. I'm in line. I'm getting my poster signed. I'm halfway down the tables. And Thomas Byers, I'm figuring, hey, you know what? They're going to go ahead and let me finish getting my autograph signed. Oh, no. Some guy behind that table was snatching their markers away. Nope. Give me pins. Give me your pins. Give me your pins. I was like, wow. When they said one hour, they meant one hour. But I will give you this tip, this uh, this nugget here. If you go to Fan Day next year, and et cetera, et cetera, if you want it, if you want Curry Smart autograph, go to him last. Because the, the police officers or security guard, he said that Kirby always stays late to sign all the autographs of all the fans. So, now I know that. And plus, I got an autograph already this year. But I'll still go back next year, get an autograph, and talk to him briefly. Because, hey, he's Kirby Smart. And so, next time, I might go to the running back line next. Or whatever line I'm, you know, looking to go into who I'm favoring at that point in time. But, little side note, if you're going to fan aid next year... There's a little, little uh, information for you. So, but Britton Cox got dismissed, but I'm so glad we recruit the way we recruit because now there's no drop off. Now, he may turn out to be a five star, uh, five uh, all American down the line somewhere else, another college, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna miss a beat. We are still going to wreak havoc up and down that field all season long. And you know, I got to thank you, right? Like, what does it mean to be a, to be a five-star? A five-star basically means the only thing you've done in high school was did everything possible to become a five-star. Just because you're a five-star uh, player does not mean it's going to translate over to, high, to college. Because now, you're out there with other five stars, other four stars, other guys who are just as good as you, just as talented, and you got more guys coming the year after you, and come and so on and so on and so on. And so he got to a little rough start last season, missing missing assignments and stuff like that, and had the arrest or whatever happened here lately to cause him to get dismissed. It is what it is, but hey, next man up, and we are moving forward. Then. The 2020 schedule came out this year. Now, I'm not trying to jump ahead of 2019, but, you know, it's out. And for those of you most, those of you, you know, probably know, if you don't know, you hear it now. <clears throat> Alabama is on a schedule for, excuse me, week for game number three in Tuscaloosa. And that'll be our, that'll be our first time returning back to Alabama since 2007. Which, by the way, we won in overtime, 26-3. Matthew Stafford to Mikey Henderson in the end zone. And, oddly enough, they beat us a few years later in the championship game in overtime on a touchdown pass with this time on a blown assignment. But that's neither here or there anymore moving forward on that. But um, one thing that kind of excites me is that we, we're, we're kicking off on a Monday night on 2020. And I can't wait 
for us to win, win this national championship. Because now we're going to start getting the prime time hours at eight o'clock on on a regular on Saturdays, even more so, even more so than before. Now I realize it has picked up here recently, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna get a lot of prime time eight o'clock games, especially first game of the season, uh, going forward, especially after we win this championship. And there's a dynasty coming. I would not stop. I would not stop saying that because it is true. So, just in case I got a couple of haters out there listening, the dynasty's coming. Oh, it's coming. You just wait and see. But anyway, coming up next, going to get on here about the buzz, the rumors going on the camp, the twenty and twenty-one recruits. Who's going to be committing? We ain't slowing down no time. And is it possible that we could be getting another five-star running back? Is it possible we can't be we can't be getting the number one running back in the country? Well, let's talk about that next. Come right up. Don't go anywhere. And we are back on the We Are Dog Nation podcast. And before I get to camp news and the future recruits coming in uh, for 2020 and 2021 coming up, let me tell you something. I am, I guess we're going to count on pins and needles a little bit, but I'm so glad that no bad news has came out so far, and I pray it would not come out. I'm so glad to know that Zamir White is doing well. No knee brace, out there grinding in full gear, get in contact, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen come Saturday on the 10th because that'll be the first scrimmage. Now, so I can't wait to hear reports about that. But I'm glad he's doing well. I'm glad he's uh, practicing hard and going strong. I did hear some of the guys say that he was a step behind as far as quickness and speed. He was a step behind uh, Brian Harrion and uh, DeAndre Swift, but he got two ACL surgeries. And the fact that he's going strong now, he'll get even stronger and stronger as the year goes on, more confident and more explosive. And then you talk about next year in 2020, uh, he's going to be even... He, I think he'll be back to his old high school days come 2020. And so, I wish that young man all the best because uh, to have two ACL ter- uh, tears in your knees, back-to-back seasons, that's, that's, that's tough. That's tough, but... Uh, he can overcome it, and I think he'll have a good career. I hope he has a good career behind that uh, going forward. But it don't stop. It doesn't stop. Those of you know, we got Kendall Milton, uh, the five-star running back, number four in the country. But, but, we also could be landing the number one running back in the country in Zachary Evans. The crystal ball picks are coming in. And for those of you who don't know where crystal balls are, I guess it's kind of related to, like, going to see a fortune teller where you got a crystal ball says I can look into your future so the crystal ball is just that looking into the future UGA and saying this player is going to come and those are experts who follow dogs closely those interviews and stuff like that and a lot of crystal ball picks has came in to say we're going to land Zachary Evans which I hope so and they talk about playing together and a matter, matter of fact I do believe that the addition of us adding Kendall Milton to the 2020 class helps 
um, helped Zachary Evans make come help decide to come here. And plus the office line we have. So to see that history of UGA here recently, uh, for the matter of fact, we're the first school in history to have four different runners run for a thousand yards back to back. And so to have that going on and and the success we have right now in the NFL with two with us Nick Chubb and Sonny Shell and Tar Girl and having two of our players in the Super Bowl plan. It just goes to show Georgia can play two running backs at the same time and, and play at a very high level. And then if they don't really crack the field like that and get starting starting time, you know, next year is James Cook and uh, Demir White. Last, probably last year they'll be juniors. So if they're going to get drafted, they're probably gone. And so they'll have their junior, their sophomores and senior, uh, junior years, uh, two years of running up the uh, the field, up, up and down the field. Not to mention Kenny McIntyre. Let's see what he's going to do. I'm excited about him as well. And what we're doing here at UGA. So. But, on to, uh, but uh, on to camp news. Now, first, first, first it was um, Jake Fromm said that, you know, George Pickens reminded him of A.J. Green. He could be the next A.J. Green. And I think Jake Fromm knows talent he sees. And that would be very, I said before, that would be outstanding and wonderful that if George Pickett could be the next A.J. Green. But then, somebody else says it. Somebody else compares him to A.J. Green in the similarities. Richard LeCount. And the other cornerbacks that talked about how, you know, hard it is to guard him and check him. He's a freshman. My God, a freshman. The... So the hype train is building around George Pickens. And I think we got the, the better in the deal with uh, Hazelwood leaving. And so this is going to be in a very, not just interesting, but a very fun season. A season we're going to remember for a very long time because I do believe this is the season we finally get over that hump. No more 1980 talk. So any haters on there, just know. Just know the 1980 jokes about to come to an end soon and real soon. So get them in while you can, because there's a dynasty train coming through after George. But I digress. On to more crew news. Now, what really gets me is all excited that you got Jarvis Jones, the sack man himself, there at UGA being assistant, coach up the linebackers. So Nolan Smith, who, by the way, has gotten nicknamed Hammerhead. So we got Nolan Smith, Jermaine Johnson, Aziz Ojolari, who, by the way, put on 20 pounds of muscle, who looks huge, is huge at 250. Can't not wait to see what he's going to do because he's trying to make a name for himself as well. Adam Anderson, Robert Bill, all those guys. And you got Jarvis Jones working with him? Wow. Wow. If he could just pour who he is as a, as a player and just the two of those guys and they had the same impact Jarvis Jones had at Georgia, we're going to be unstoppable. We're going to be unstoppable regardless, but we're going to really be unstoppable. Um, That's major. And then, then we're talking about Aziz Delar, excuse me, was talking to the media and talking about you know, going against uh, Andrew Thomas. And saying, well, is it hard? Even though it's hard, but, you know, Iron Shuffle Iron, he's getting better. He's going against him. So, I know there's been a lot of 
you know, talk about the defensive line and what they're going to do and going to step up and be all healthy. And we got Trevon walking out the defensive line there. But the beauty part of having the best offensive line in the country, our defensive line got to face them. So by, day by day, practice by practice, snap by snap, and rep by rep, they're getting better and better and better. Our D-line's going to be fine. Even though they might be considered or looked at as possibly the weakest link, I think our D-line's going to be just, just fine. And then, could it be, could it be, and I, and I said before, that the number one cornerback in the country is Keely, uh, Keely Ringo out of Arizona. But the number two cornerback in the country right now at IMG Academy in Florida is Elias Ricks, who's also really close to Kendall Milton. Now, Kendall Milton later, uh, later on, uh, early on this week, tweeted out, thank you later, with a smile. Then a couple other players tweeted out, y'all ain't, y'all ain't ready for this. I think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, because he, he is making an official visit to UGA, that Elias Ricks, who's having... And right now, who is committed to UG, uh, committed to LSU, might flip the UGA. And Georgia will have number one, number two, and number five defensive back in the country for the class of 2020. Then you look at the 2021, this, I cannot wait for this guy to get here. Uh, I really believe he's coming right, the crystal ball uh, predict, predicted that he's coming to UGA. Six foot five, six foot five safety, 218 pounds, number four prospect in the country. Very high on the dog. And another one, another five star who predicted to come to Georgia. Number one, dual threat quarterback, Kayla Williams, out of uh, Washington, D.C. area, who's a baller and all rights himself. So, this train is not flowing down. We're getting the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that are coming. And the beauty part about it, I'm seeing it, Kirby has always been a great person that can develop players, and I'm just seeing it over and over and over again. So this ride here this year and years to come, like I said before, is going to be magical. Then, oh, oh another crew news on top of that. I forgot about this guy. Justin Flo, the number three prospect in the country overall, number one inside linebacker, Guess who made his final four? Now he's in there with Clemson, a couple of the players, a couple, excuse me, a couple of a couple of other teams. But I don't put nothing past Demagee and Kirby Smart to come out and get the guy they want. They want to go after them, and especially, especially if these guys, some of these guys, don't decide to commit to after the championship game and commit in February. So the better the season go for us, uh, the better recruiting's going to go. Uh, more flips will possibly come. I think we got like nine slots left, so we got to be very picky and uh, choose who we get. So, like I said, don't be surprised if we get. I, I spent no less than seven, no less than seven five stars committed. So don't be surprised if we get anywhere between seven and ten five stars here in the 2020 class. My, especially if we win national championship this year. If we win national championship this year, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I, I, I posted something on Twitter. Get ready to get out of here. But I posted something on Twitter. Uh, if you guys haven't already, like I said, Kendall Milton is 2020 running back. But his dad uh, is uh, a beast. 
he is cut up, big guy, you know, like a bodybuilder. So I post I posted pictures of DeAndre Swift's dad, Sue, also big, big and strong. And I post a picture of uh, Vanna Holyfield, of all those guys. And I post them on my, on my Facebook page. Our dads can be of you guys' dads, your team's guys' dads, anytime, anywhere. And uh, he actually got a hold to it and liked it and shared it and, and laughed at it. So that was pretty funny. But anyway, uh, I also want to say this. The, the music, the soundtrack, excuse me, to... Uh, Kendall Milton's Commit video is on iTunes. It's by King Jam- uh, a gospel rapper by the name King James, and it's called I'm a Bulldog, and I'm going to play a little, little that for you on the way out that you can listen to, a little sample of that. I already downloaded myself on 99 cent. So, but until then, before I get out of here, I want to say thank you. For, uh, if you're a first-time listener, please, please come back, listen to other episodes. Uh, like I said, we'll be doing another podcast on the 25th, that Sunday, getting ready for the uh, week of the game. If you are a returning visitor, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys, all the positive feedback and input. And if you haven't already, follow, you know, like this page, like like this podcast, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook at We Are Dog Nation. I'm on Twitter at We Are Dog Nation. I'm on Instagram at We Are Dog Nation. And if you follow me, you're a dog fan, I'm following you back. That's how it goes. But until then, all my Bulldog fans out there, have a great Bulldog day, a great Bulldog night, a great Bulldog week, a great Bulldog month, and it's almost kickoff. So until next guy, next time, guys, next podcast, as always, go dogs. See you.